2: 8 A.M. Monday, she yours. She yours at 8 A.M. This
1: weekend, I love her.
2: He's so fucking toxic.
0: I don't see how bitches still fuck with Future at this point.
2: It's, I mean, women still fuck with toxic ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Toxicist, but right. bro, that nigga is like, I don't know, man. The Thanos of uh, toxicity, like the uh, the big boss.
0: He is the fuck boy president, he is. dictator, creator, all the other haters.
1: But the women love him. Why?
0: I don't know. I mean. Is it do it really be the dick? Like that's what I be wanna know. Like maybe I just haven't been <laughs> dickmatized. You know what I'm saying all the way, but like, right.
1: it might be. I wouldn't know. No, mm-hmm.
0: there's just no way that you can have the track re- record that you have with women, and like other women not know about it. Especially when you are a celebrity of that level. Level like, there's no way that other people don't know your track record and there's no way that you can think that you could just be like the one that he's gonna be different with
1: but I think at this point people aren't even trying to do that like with him it seems like at least it looks like they're just they accept the relationship for what it is do they because wasn't it wasn't there isn't there I mean since Sierra he hasn't had a consistent relationship
0: but doesn't he have a baby mama right now that's like trying to get him to pay child support or some shit i th-
1: i think so but he has like six or seven baby moms
0: i think this is like a super new one
1: i know he's got a he's got uh bow wow's baby mama pregnant
2: Jeez. so that means
1: that uh future junior and bow wow's uh <laughs> daughter are gonna have a shared sibling Okay. <laughs> it's an evil world in there, man. <laughs> okay. okay. So, how are you, Kev?
0: <laughs> Uh I'm cooling, I'm cooling, I'm cooling. I think I'm in a good mood today um, because I was productive and I got some good ass sleep. Um, I think I'm just going to be existentially tired. Uh, <laughs> because this week is so I'm homecoming. Yes. And we're going to be busy as fuck at work. And I'm probably going to be participating in some kind of festivities during the weekend. I don't know yet because I don't have any definite plans, but I had a, um, had a marathon tour uh, this weekend, a, a, a makeup marathon tour. Was Stay booked and blessed. Right. <laughs> Uh, which is cool because I needed that little little coin. Um, But I was working all day on Saturday. So I think I was just still tired from working all day and then going to a reception late at night and then having to work at the restaurant Sunday morning. I was so... (laughs) I was so brain dead at work. It just didn't make no sense. Like, I felt like a new bitch. I was like, where does this go? What are we doing? Who am I? Are we high right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm just catching up on sleep. But you know what I appreciate about like being tired is just the sleep that comes with it. Yeah. Okay. Sleep be so fucking good when you're tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That good depression sleep slash uh,
0: exhaustion? Depression and exhaustion sleep be the best. And then this morning, I woke up with my alarm. My alarm goes off at 7 every morning. And um, I woke up with my alarm, but I turned that shit off and fell right back asleep for like another four hours.
1: (laughs) I literally did the exact same thing. I woke up at 8 o'clock and I was, I felt good too. And I was like, nah fam <laughs> i'm gonna tuck this back in it was it was
0: literally one of those like intoxicating sleeps where just like you open your eyes and you like try to get up but the sleep be so heavy on your body that it's like nah Like you close your eyes again for like five seconds and then you knocked out again sleep that, that is exactly what i experienced today and i love that i'm just like ooh. Let me, let me just fall back into it it's the future effect uh, yeah but I also think it has to do with like the weather change because it's been cooler in our house in the morning yo that's it's been best. feeling good
1: that's the best now the other day was humid as fuck but yeah
0: Saturday was humid as hell for no
1: reason yeah it was like Cause it kinda, didn't even rain. I know what kind of uh, sorcery is going on here,
0: right? Like I had to take my heels off at the reception because not because my feet were hurting, because my fucking feet were sliding, because there was so much moisture in the air. Mm. But yeah, um got some good ass sleep, so I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna go to the gym today. I was so productive today. I got my shit done that I needed to get done, and yeah um what did you do this weekend
1: i did absolutely nothing (laughs) uh i just worked or whatever i've just been sleeping a lot what did i do i feel like i did something this week again
0: did you go somewhere you went to a bar did i go to a
1: bar no i guess i didn't do anything huh What did I do? <laughs> yeah, my days are running together too. Yeah, the like, same. Um, I did do something. I just can't remember what I did. Oh, mm-hmm. I finally got an estimate for my uh vehicle.
0: Oh, your truck damage? I was gonna ask you about
1: that. Damn. They are gonna have to replace that full door. Wow. They wrote me a check though. <laughs> <laughs> This, definitely gonna take that amount out
0: turn when a rock hit my windshield when i first got my car i got nothing for it so i just still have a cracked windshield
1: <laughs> i can't wait to use this image
0: <laughs> oh wait when he was supposed to drop an album
1: yeah this uh, weekend yeah But that's the new hotel image i love that shit <laughs> <laughs> he's even got the uh the eye of raw on his, <laughs> eye patch. On his <laughs> but uh yeah um speaking of albums i guess uh i've been listening i listened to the baby's album a Me lot
0: hello the baby
1: yeah bruh the jokes about him are funny though. Yeah, like, it
0: is. he looked like a badass little
1: kid. <laughs> somebody's like, I know his babysitter hated her life. And his teachers.
0: Somebody said that he looked like he frowning and smiling at the same time. <laughs> like y'all leave him alone. I love his voice though. His voice is sexy. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know.
1: He's got a great rapper voice. He
0: does. Every time I hear it, I just be like, ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Um, I am very fascinated by, like, he is becoming the sex symbol. And that's wild. A little short dude with, with, I mean, I don't, of course, we've talked about it. I don't really understand sexual attraction, really. But. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Women
0: have been attracted to short dudes, especially famous men. Yeah.
1: Most famous people are short. Yeah, this is true,
0: but uh, but yeah, yes. Though I I think it's um I think it's cool how like his rap is, it's real. You know what I'm saying, and it has those like thug elements in it. But for the most part, it's like pretty happy. Yeah, rap. Like he's basically it's, talking about how he's on the come up and how he's doing well and like
1: it's at times very motivational. Yeah, and It's not overly negative. He hypes himself up, but that shit is dope. Yeah. But but you kind of want to cheer for him.
0: I just really like his, his his style. I like his meter. I like his ad libs. I was talking about that on Twitter. <laughs> that motherfucking hot. Like, nobody can say hi and make it feel
1: yeah. as, as crunk as when the baby says hi. Another funny joke that people be doing is when they say, uh, somebody said, right after it came out, they said, the baby started rapping as soon as I opened Apple Music. <laughs> that nigga don't waste a beat at all. First word, <laughs>
2: hi.
1: <laughs> but, uh,. I do like that he's he's starting to talk more about his personal life and stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like when he was talking about on the intro where he was talking about his uh how his dad died when Suge came or was number one mhm that's gotta be a mind fuck, yeah, like you finally are making it, and then your parent just like I feel the same way as like with meg the stallion,
2: mhm,
1: like you're doing all this amazing stuff, and you just lost your parent, that's gotta be mind fuck,
2: yeah
1: um. And I didn't think about I that. I think that's why they connect so much. I know. I, n- I never read it, it until I heard him talking about it on it was some interview. And I never thought about, like, yeah, they're both going through a, a similar th- thing right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, and that's also why it makes the, when they say that uh, he's her work husband, that's like, oh, that shit is funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: could be true. <laughs> but, yeah, th- yeah, he's... Uh, like he's dope i love all of his shit honestly
1: baby on baby was good the one with nikki where she start rapping in his uh in his style that shit was dope as mm-hmm. fuck i kind of man i don't want her to retire
0: she's not gonna retire for real she, she, i think she just pulling a stunt and she gonna end up either like dropping an album out of nowhere, like trying to Beyonce us, or she just gonna be She featured. gonna pull a Jay Z, say she, gonna, she retired. Yeah, and then, and come then back. still do music. She gonna be featured on a bunch of people shit and like
1: I hope when she comes back though she's on her like just grown woman. Yeah shit.
0: Like let the petty shit go. Yeah.
1: Just come back and be be you the immortal. About other hoes. <laughs> but uh iPhone is dope. Toes is dope as fuck Toes too. is definitely one of my faves. And uh, of course Double uh, XL which was I guess the uh, freestyle that he had for the freshman cover mm-hmm. over a beat. And then uh, Popstar was good. It's just I'm not a Kevin Gates fan. I and, like
0: Popstar. And but, I'm not a Kevin Gates fan either.
1: Like People ride for Kevin Gates in a way that I don't fully understand. I'm not knocking him. I course. can
0: I can concur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's just not me. Yeah. Like niggas really be feeling a lot of women especially be really feeling Kevin Gates.
0: I wanna know why that is as well. I mean, other than some of his sexually explicit lyrics and, and, and posts on the gram.
1: I think he also from what I've seen, he under like he he does speak for a certain segment of, uh, not even just the black community because he has a lot of white fans also.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They just be feeling it, and, and I mean, more power to him and them. But it's just not my my stees. I don't
0: mind him. I don't love him. I don't hate him. But I can. He says some head
1: ass shit, but we've all said some head ass shit. Yeah. Um. But the other thing I noticed. Like this wild shit, but the baby, like his song titles be simple, simple as fuck. But that should be funny as hell because the whole time I'd be thinking, like, man, this shit is as simple as like black porno names with like like, the ass fifty (laughs) eight. Like yeah, all of this, (laughs) this bitch.
0: (laughs) All of these are pretty much one word song titles except for like two or three
1: you got intro off the rip bop vibes pop star gospel iphone toes really probably heard raw shit there he go and double xl uh-oh i did
0: not mean to hit play.
1: but yeah so i and i've been waiting for kanye's album to come on itunes so every time i open i music and i look I don't see it there, so then I just go listen to the Baby's album.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to the Baby's album since it dropped. Um, like That's been my car music.
1: Yeah. that Now, when it dropped on Friday morning, I did start listening to it here. I was like, nah, man. You need, I, you got to yeah, bump this shit on yeah. the road. Yeah, and
0: I started driving. I was like, yeah, this shit's dope <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> that's all I was listening to, like, in between all my stops, since I had to drive far and, and wide, In between everything, that's all I was listening to. The other
1: thing is, it's only 35 minutes, so you can definitely
0: get through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to the whole thing that first day in the car. Now, I have listened to it sitting down since then, but yeah, off rip, I was like, yeah, I can't just sit in my house and listen to the baby. It's not
0: the same. It's not the same. (laughs) If you really want to experience music, you have to listen to it in your car.
1: Like, uh, when I be watching dead, dead hip hop, one of the dudes always like when he's rating the albums, he's like, "Does it bump in the whip?" Exactly. That's one of his things.
0: Exactly. I feel like I feel like all good music is always gonna bump in the whip. Rap always is better in the car. Ballads are better in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could
1: really feel. It. You got time to think that, about that
0: Whitney Houston, that Adele shit, like, bathroom yeah. music. <laughs> Then the old school shit is kitchen music.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Nothing makes you feel like I'm trying to whip something up better than listening to like Motown. In okay, the kitchen. okay. You're like okay. Some some Anita Baker, bruh. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they random. We just made me think of what movie was it that they random? Oh, uh, uh, is it Blockers? The movie with john cena and leslie mann oh yeah mm-hmm. but uh they sneak into the house and then these parents are uh like having like kinky ass fucking sex and they're playing anita baker i'm like Who introduced <laughs> these white people to <laughs> anita baker <laughs> <laughs> Like
0: okay, wait a minute. Anita Baker is not kinky sex music either. No, they're they're doing it it wrong. They're doing it wrong. They
1: are, but it was like just the fact that you would use that as like the the music get sexy music, right? (laughs)
2: <laughs> i don't really, i don't
0: think i believe in get sexy music i think i don't know i think i have to already just be in the mood for get sexy music to
1: actually be like
0: make a difference
1: yeah um i'm right there which
0: because some people they use music certain music to get themselves in the mood and to me that's just kind of cheesy i'm just like sitting here listening to this song it's not gonna
1: (laughs) make me want dick i remember when that (laughs) uh when the weekend first came out when we were in college that was like everybody was like yeah this is the go-to like is it this is kind of dark ass fucking Druggy, it's, it's mood music, but it's
0: not sex music. And then, like people, of course, used to always be on that R. Kelly and uh, right. genuine. It- I'm like, okay, I get it, but at the same time, still for me, like I just have to already be in that mood, like in that mindset,
1: right? <laughs> and it was a, as weird as it sounds. I'm not like one of those people to where I hear like a song like that, but oh, I want to fuck something right now. Like yeah. I, do, yeah. like my brain doesn't operate like that. And to
0: me, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of cheesy, like, if you're just chilling with your significant other, and you can tell that they're feeling a way, but they think that they're going to get you to feel the same way by putting some music on, so it's almost like forced, like, I've been <laughs> in that situation before, like, I'm where I'm just chilling with a nigga, we might be watching, uh, like, watching a movie, but then all of a sudden, he turns some music on, and I'm like... Why are we watching TV and listening to (laughs) me? What are you doing? Like I know sensory overload by G. (laughs) I know what you're doing and it's not working. Like calm down.
1: (laughs) We'll get there, pal. Sir, we will get there together. (laughs) Just wait. (laughs) May not make it to the mountaintop with you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um.
1: Speaking of like that, have you seen like the spinner thing? Spinner. Apparently. Oh, that's what I was gonna upload into the thing. Okay, so, um, uh, funny main the dude the Alabama fan that always does
0: funny main Johnson. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: he uh, he reposted it.
3: I'm about to tell you how I got an engagement ring in six weeks i was just like you i was dating roger for more than a year and things were going great i was ready for the next step but roger didn't seem to get the message he wanted to keep things the way they were and i didn't really want to give him an ultimatum and then a friend told me about the spinner i registered and immediately got an innocent looking link i sent roger the link and after clicking on it my proposed marriage campaign was launched What happened next is that Roger started seeing articles like uh, five signs you're ready to get engaged or marriage proposal do's and don'ts appearing on his social media feeds and news websites. And six weeks into the campaign, after being repeatedly exposed to the articles chosen for him, Roger pulled an engagement ring. It was amazing. So my message to you is this. Stop waiting. Search the words The Spinner and launch your proposed marriage campaign today. That bitch hacked his phone to get her engagement ring.
0: I don't like it. <laughs> that shit is... Uh, if you got to trick-a-nigga into proposing to you, that's just not your nigga. Yeah, <laughs> At um, least not right now.
1: Don't coerce somebody into doing something. Yeah. And, and especially I, I, when they don't have the choice.
0: I honestly don't, t- and maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't been in a relationship in a while. But I just feel like when you're dating somebody, and even when you do get into a relationship, and you have like the marriage talk, because that is something that needs to be brought up. Like, do you want to get married? When do you see yourself married? How long do you think people should be together before they marry? Yada yada yada. When you have that conversation once, I just don't feel like it needs to be had again. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already setting the standard. So, whether or not this person proposes to you when you think you're ready, that's not, that's out of your control at that point. Right. They know what you're expecting and they know what you want. But if they're not there, you it's not going to happen somewhere. when you want it to.
1: <laughs> but I started looking at the spinner thing and you. Can just hack somebody's shit and it's tons of different things it's not even just marriage it's things where they start like if somebody's getting a divorce mm-hmm. you can send them to where why you shouldn't get a divorce mm. like this shit is fucked up and I started looking at it I
0: was like so that's some more Cambridge Analytica shit yes
1: <laughs> and that's what I think I was like so now random niggas can just do this shit that is scary as fuck yeah it is and the idea that you can try to force somebody's will to do something it's so i expect that out of the government but the idea to put it in a consumer's hand to where they can like just be the ones manipulating that's scary especially as
0: fucking creepy as fucking people are i think it's also scary though how influenced we are by fucking social media internet and social media yeah Like, Like six weeks is all it took for this nigga to be like, you know what? I do (laughs) love this bitch.
2: (laughs) Right, like,
1: sheesh. Like, it's... I don't know, man.
3: It's an evil world we live in.
1: (laughs) Like, that... The way social media has controlled has changed people's brains is the scary part to me. Because, like... We were talking about Kanye, and um, so he did that. Uh, he premiered his album, and he did a, a Sunday session mm-hmm. or whatever in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So he started like at like 5, and then around like 10 or 11, the people that were still there, he played their, played his album for them. So uh, they showed a video of when he told everybody he was about to play the album And it was mostly uh, Caucasian fans. And so uh, this motherfucker that want to be woke or whatever was like, so Kanye has used the black church and has done all this stuff. And now he's just going to use it for his own audience. Mm, I see the, uh, I see the jig or whatever. And all these people are retweeting it. And those tickets were free and if you watched earlier aren't they
0: always yeah
1: and if you watched earlier it was at a mostly black venue it Mm -hmm. just kept going on so i'm sure people just left after
0: yeah
1: like he he did the performance then he premiered his movie then he played the album niggas ain't got time to wait six hours with kanye west okay we hate being in church for that long (laughs) right Talk about sensory overload. (laughs) We got this manic ass fucking nigga out here doing all this shit. Niggas going home. White people going to sit that shit out. And then
0: too, that's not. It's not a normal church experience. You're literally in a congregation of people that you don't know and that you don't see on a weekly basis, like you would at church anyway. Yeah. So it's not the same kind of community. Yeah. So no,
1: we are not gonna be here for
0: eight thousand hours.
1: But the idea that somebody could just say that without context and then Are like, yeah, see, Kanye is a sellout. that's all he's... people ever do on the internet. That but that's the thing, that's like like the of facts, let's just go with this narrative. Like Kanye stood out there and was like, You white person, come in, nigger, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you white person, come in, nigga, get the fuck out. Like people just say this shit and I get that it fits into the whole like Kanye is evil, ah, mm-hmm. he's a sellout, ah. But
0: i think people just love people just love shitting on people yeah
1: like that's why this whole like um the idea of cancel culture and i know i hate that word too but the idea of of cancel culture is because it's bullshit yeah it's
0: all bullshit Mm -hmm. and everybody just blowing smoke
1: yeah it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like on. Uh, we are all hypocrites. <laughs> like in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which is one of my favorite movies ever, uh, when Matthew McConaughey is like, it's fugazi, it's fairy dust. <laughs> 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 like, it's, no- it's nothing. Yeah. It-, it has no value. Everybody just
0: flexing. I don't, and I don't even know why. Like, what is it? What do you get out of it? To be
1: some moral authority and to get real, like, uh, get, uh, so you can go viral. Yeah. Because if you look, everybody's always promoting their bullshit underneath it. That's true. That's- I, and
0: I hate that. While y'all here, go follow my Instagram where I don't do nothing but post a bunch of selfies. And it's like, sis, no. Yeah, like
2: eh. Not interested. I like this one tweet. This tweet
0: was funny and all, but like I'm not going yeah, to follow your you whole good? life. Like, like I might scroll through. <laughs> if I see some funny shit, I might follow. But- you cute or whatever, but I don't want to know what you're doing right. tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I don't care. I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good, love. <laughs> I wish I had that. <laughs> that sound like I'm good, love? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, social media is all bullshit. Yeah. And I can't imagine doing something just for clout. Me neither. Like
0: you can't I'm, keep it up. Like you
1: cannot it, it's not sustainable. You don't you're not a real person if you're doing that. Like nothing seems like look at Kim Kardashian. That's a full time fucking job, and I couldn't do that shit. Just being
0: her is like her she, brand is so strong. There's thought processes that go into every single move that she makes in her life, and I don't want to live my life like that. Me either. Everything is way too calculated.
1: And he, and at the end of the day,
0: you still gonna have people that hate you. And and also though, like that can cause. I don't. I I don't see how Kim Kardashian. Doesn't have anxiety because if if you're living your life where everything is so calculated and everything has to to happen in these certain ways and they don't imagine like the breakdown or the panic that will come with life just happening, yeah you know what I'm saying like like just
1: organically happening like what the fuck is going on,
0: and that's why they're always so dramatic if the smallest little thing goes wrong or like right. a small little secret gets leaked and
1: like. That's why when people, like, do the whole, like, uh, it's all fake. I mean, it probably is. But also, I do think that these things are amplified in their minds because they're used to having a controlled environment. So anything that goes awry, like, it makes sense that if, like, when uh, she got robbed in Paris or whatever, then that shit will fuck her up. That right. would fuck up a normal person. True, But somebody who is always in control of their element, mm-hmm. to have that happen, like, yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll break anybody down.
0: Yeah, it's not it's just not good to live that way. I I'd really don't, I don't want to live that way. I couldn't. Like she has to be on some kind of Zoloft or whatever. Best meds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> whatever anti-anxiety meds.
1: Do you think Kanye got help?
0: No. I think maybe, I think I think he might have for a little while.
1: But I think mostly he's just staying away from talking. Yeah. And then also
0: I think Kanye takes everything with a grain of salt though. Like Kanye is the type of person that just has to learn through experience and he wants to he wants to see things for himself. He He has to learn the hard way. So I don't feel like he could just go and sit down and you know, talk to a doctor, talk to a therapist and take certain meds and be like, oh "Okay, everything's good. Like Kanye has to figure how shit's going to work for him himself.
1: Can we have this conversation?" All right, I retweeted the other day. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but they were talking about how uh One day, in the black community, we'll have to talk about bipolar and uh, schizophrenia. But for now, we can only talk about depression and anxiety. But one day, we'll get there. Can we talk about how sometimes religious fanaticism is undiagnosed mental disorders?
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like because people lean on on religion uh to solve their mental issues. And we it's all intertwined.
1: And depending on the religion people usually don't find a problem in being fully into the church. Like where your whole life revolves around. I'm not knocking if if that's you or not. But there's a certain level of Like, accepted fanaticism in religion. Mm-hmm. As long as it's quote unquote not dangerous to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So like here, if you're a fully just Christian, you just go to church five out of seven days <laughs> and your whole life revolves around the church. And especially if you do that after a major episode in your mental health, people are like okay or if you're a recovering drug addict and you replace that drug with religion and you stop doing drugs but you are now od and on religion and you're not taking care of yourself and you're just falling into it as a uh a comfort I don't know if people really understand how deep that goes. Yeah. Nothing is good in excess. Right.
0: Even religion. Uh, Even the thing that you think has saved you or is saving you, too much of it is not good.
1: And there has to be a level of repair of of your person after, like, an incident. Like, when we talked about uh, Nipsey's mom and how Mm. she was – uh, she was trying to be way too spiritual about the situation. Yeah, and people are people don't want to say, maybe you need help because they're going through that, mm-hmm. and they don't want to come off as anti-religious or, uh, judging of somebody because we we typically mm-hmm. view people with with uh religious convictions as being honorable. That's something honorable, being in touch with uh, your religion, be it Christian, Muslim, or anything. Uh, we look at that as finding peace within yourself. And I think that that's part of it. But also there can be negatives in fully going into a world that is metaphysical.
0: Yeah, it, I was just about to say, it's just not reality. Right. Like you're, you're living in, you're living outside of reality when you invest that much into something or into like, especially something like religion, because religion is, is, I feel like <clears throat> a little bit more dangerous because there's so many people in the world who are religious and I- when you have that kind of support and that kind of community, when you're kind of, I don't want to say spiraling, but I guess that's pretty much what it is, that's dangerous.
1: Yeah, because if it's not rooted in reality, like in our physical world, you can, you're can, you not able to read the signs of, this may be hazardous to my health.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm speaking of this from personal experience especially like growing up because (laughs) Uh, people close to me were uh, so wrapped up in the spiritual world that I felt like they missed certain things that were important. And so I've seen it firsthand that, and as I got older, those people took themselves out of the eye, and the head, in the clouds thing, and started investing in what makes them a person. Mm. And I saw their overall life change. Like when bad stuff happened, they were able to process it.
0: Yeah, I feel I feel like also too, like when people kind of OD on uh, spirituality and religion and stuff, it's it's an escape. Um, it's an escape for not to keep from having to actually deal with yourself. Yeah. Like, and I feel like, I feel like that's the majority of people in general. Like when we go through things or when things happen to us, we don't want to just like face ourselves. I feel like we kind of, we start trying to either keep ourselves busy or sometimes you might just wallow for the sake of wallowing But I don't feel like there's a lot of people who actually, like, have an introspection about how they're processing things and what's hurting the process of healing or what's helping the process of healing or what they can do differently. I feel like when you lean so much on religion or substances or other people, you never really get to the root of your issues.
1: Or even... Like stuff like work is another thing that we accept as if you throw yourself into your work you're good there's like, a certain level of
0: oh she's just hustling yeah she's, she's about her, her business She just, yeah
1: like but you're not taking time for yourself and also we have a lot of negative work habits that we continue to pass on to people being like well you don't need a break like mm-hmm. yeah you do <laughs> working nonstop is not good for you mm-hmm. and these toxic ass fucking things that have been passed on to us are we're going backwards and i feel like we have to find the balance in things
2: mm-hmm. Damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's 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 why i have been okay with not being super religious lately Right. Because I don't know, even when I was just younger, I still just didn't really have that connection with religion. Like, even though that's how I grew up and it was always around me and that's, you know, what my family is about. And that's where, uh, you know, a lot of my close friends come from is from church. I just still was never really super connected. I don't think with just the idea of religion and, and like the the outward showing of of not necessarily like praise, but just like emotion in church. Because the, like there were certain times where like, you know, your pastor will say like the whole I'm, I'm not going to let a rock cry out for my praise. Like some of y'all be sitting in here and y'all don't move or y'all don't say nothing. Y'all, and just right. like. Don't no guilt are you, me why it? are you worried about you know what I'm saying? Like how I'm receiving this or you know, like right. I just I don't know.
1: <laughs> I just remember what I was supposed to <laughs> that But yeah, I the crazy thing is, I was super religious.
2: hmm
1: Like super like uh I was headed down that path of just living in this world because that's kind of how I was uh, guided to do. And of my siblings, I was the most religious. And uh, so when life started getting tough for me and I couldn't find comfort in spirituality or things, it freaked me out. I was like, I'm going to hell. <laughs> and then, so, like, I started going down that path. And I still was, like, fighting with myself. And it got to the point where I was like, oh, none of this shit exists. <laughs> and then I was just, I just went from there. And then recently I've kind of tried to make peace with where I feel. Mm-hmm but I don't know if I could ever go back. And I do think that it was, I experienced some damage from going through tough things and then not having maybe the right spiritual person there for me at the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to close that part of my life off as a possibility, but.
0: It was just a lot of stuff that just didn't ever make sense to me in the church and and a lot of stuff that, um, was expected of Christians and churchgoers that I didn't understand either like my mom had a talk with me when I was pretty young like I was a preteen about like never getting tattoos and never getting you know piercings in your face other than in your ears and you know <laughs> she told me this at a young age and i don't know if it's because i was so developed but she was just like don't ever get your nipples pierced <laughs> like i don't know if she just thought like her boobs gonna be big like she might be trying to get her nipples pierced one day don't think about getting <laughs> <titty earrings. laughs> um, but just stuff like that that i never really understood because i'm just like but i guess to me i i don't want to say the bible is contradictory but i guess the way that it it has been taught to me there's a lot of things that were contradictory. Like there, there was always the come as you are and God accepts you as you are. But then also, but now where to be like, <laughs> but then also be like, God don't do this and don't do that. And don't, and I'm just like, I just don't feel like certain things that you wear or do make you a bad person just because the Bible doesn't say that they're good. Right. Like I just never understood what this tattoo on my hand would, would, change the way god viewed me or you know like right.
1: no nah, uh my thing was i was always taught that uh sexual impurity is the worst thing possible oh yeah yeah which i'm, I'm if you're a girl so of course you've uh gotten that speech a lot
0: i got a promise set my nigga not a promise ring Damn. I, I, I think i've said that on here before <laughs> i got a promise set and it was real <laughs> 14 karat gold Necklace and earrings.
1: <laughs> Damn, you sold that shit yet? <laughs>
0: Burned it. <laughs> just kidding, but yeah, just that, kidding, but no. I got that when I was, I think, sixteen, and then I didn't really get like the talk about sex. Even even still, we've said this, but didn't, we didn't have like a real talk about sex. It was just always like, don't do it, don't do it, until I got a boyfriend.
1: And shit got real, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I was like, oh, this is what they were talking about.
1: I'm feeling desires. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but the crazy thing is, like, if I had just known shit, then, I, like, so, like, I took it to a serious thing and then, like, so I felt almost like a bad of honor that I wasn't out here horny like the
0: rest of my fucking classmates. I was definitely, so. I say this a lot, too, but I've I have always had, like, a sexual energy about me, but I just have never been outwardly expressive uh, with it the way a lot of people were when we were younger, especially around, like, puberty and, you know, when we were really actually starting to get into real relationships around, like, you know, I don't want to say real relationships, but, like, where sexual things were introduced to us, like, 15, 16. Right. I just never... I was never outwardly expressive with any of my sexual desires or anything, but I have always felt like a sexual person. Probably ever since I was like six or seven.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. I was a late bloomer, so yeah. You weren't
0: thinking about none of that.
1: No, I was like, and why are you guys thinking about this?
0: No, yeah, I was like stuffing my bra when I was like five. <laughs> like trying to have titties,
1: really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I
0: God answered my prayers on that one. <laughs>
1: you, you prayed <laughs> on this. You fasted I, I on this. stuffed
0: my titties into existence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you wild as fuck. Uh. <laughs>
1: But yeah Like my whole thing was I was just trying to I couldn't Like I I took it out But I couldn't understand What was going on with me So I did a lot of oh, this is how guys are supposed to be. So, like, that's, you know, when I always allude to, uh, I learned a lot of toxic things. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Like, I wasn't having the normal uh, engagements with, uh, like, desire and stuff like that. So I was like, so what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking around at my friends. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is what I'm Supposed to do, mm. and then like even I think that's why it took so long for me to lose my virginity. It wasn't because I couldn't. It's just I would get in those situations and I would freak the fuck out, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I remember my first week at college. That shit happened. Like this girl took me to her dorm. She wasn't there. Like her roommate wasn't there. And then like oh, I started shit. I started reading what was going on and i was like oh shit
0: (laughs) she trying to make a move and she want me to make a move
1: no she was about to make the move Uh and i was like oh (laughs) oh man this uh, oh no i can't (laughs) this ain't for me dog (laughs) it's gonna be a no for me dog (laughs) but yeah like now granted i didn't have an emotional attachment to that person Mm -hmm. so that also was kind of like the kicker and then like i didn't i don't know but yeah that was that was that shit was crazy i was, I was like oh man this is yeah i gotta go so i bounced it in. like i was like that oh, was
0: stupid why did i leave <laughs> <laughs> i um i feel like my views on like sexuality and like my relationship with sexuality it has been so skewed and it was skewed up until maybe just a couple years ago but like even though i felt like i had a, a sexual presence at a young age i was still so shocked when we were in high school and people were talking about actually having sex yeah <laughs> like i was like oh what i was like <laughs> sex is real
1: like you do what with what huh (laughs) like i remember like i guess i was like a freshman or whatever and these niggas were talking about like uh like getting hit or whatever i was like oh that's disgusting yeah (laughs) and they're like man you fucking gay and i was like but i'm not
0: i think we were in i want to say either middle school going into high school or like the very late middle school years like seventh or eighth grade and i was overhearing some of the people from the class above us talking about like semen and shit and i was like what
2: the fuck is semen? <laughs> 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 what are y'all doing like, like popping
0: cherries and whatnot yeah like
1: and i was just oblivious I was like
0: What is that? Like, one of my friends asked me, too, like, do you still have your cherry? Because I bought mine um, doing gymnastics or some shit. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Sis, what? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. This is how asexual I am. I still don't know what the fuck that means. It's different, I think, for everybody, honestly. Like, it just really depends on your body.
1: But that's the weird thing to me. Like, because I never felt certain things, I was always just out here just like going through the motions trying to figure out what the fuck was going on (laughs) it's like yo what is this (laughs) like when they were like uh guys uh think about sex like seven times today i was thinking i don't the fuck is wrong with me? it's
0: listen it's a lot of people who are you know our age still trying to figure out what the fuck is going
1: on (laughs) i didn't know what was going on until like three months ago (laughs) i was like yo (laughs) shit makes sense that's what that is <laughs> oh yeah like and then i was like oh and then i just re-examined my whole life i was like if i just know
0: <laughs> if i knew then <laughs> what i know, know now. i could have been a lot better
1: <laughs> and i wouldn't have been so fucking weird with tons of fucking people so yeah yeah it is what it is though everybody's experience is different that shit is wild as fuck though
0: I wonder um, if that stems from anything, though, to anything else, like insecurities. Like, are you comfortable just with yourself as a person? Are you actually comfortable with these people that you get into these situations with? Like, Like, I wonder if any of that has to do with it or if that's just really who you are, no matter what is going on.
1: Uh... Part of it I think is that um part of it now it's a nervousness about that to me but the other part of it is I'm not good at reading uh sexual hints and things like mm. that so to me <laughs> uh I don't know it's it's different yeah but I don't know
0: I'm not... I don't think it's weird, and I don't want you to think that you're weird.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I'm still going to think I'm weird, but... But, I, I don't know. I guess because I never had anybody to talk to about it, and I never... Like, I, t- like I was telling Spock, I was like, I didn't know th- uh, this was an option. <laughs> like <laughs> I just thought you could just... You fucking do this shit, and then you just go about your life. But even when I was a kid, I only envisioned... Me getting older and just having a relationship with somebody, and I didn't ever imagine sex in it.
2: Hmm.
1: That's the crazy thing. Like I look back, it's people I find attractive. It's people that I would, I would like to try to have sex with, <laughs> but it's not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat that pussy up. <laughs> yeah oh i'm gonna dick that bitch down uh, that's not part of. It. it's just i don't know it's it's different oh, yeah i'm literally the opposite <laughs> oh i'm gonna beat that bitch down it's just wild to think about that and then i don't know i'm still kind of fighting if i feel comfortable telling people
0: yeah i feel you because i mean like i just said people do be trying to put you down
1: And then also, like, for the longest, uh, I always identify with the 40-year-old virgin so much. And it's because, like, you know, like, in in the beginning, they're like, oh, we gonna get you some pussy. (laughs) Like... People have done that shit to me. And yeah, I'm like,
0: I hate when people make it a mission. Like,
1: just yeah, like, dude, just like That me. doesn't
0: make me feel any better. But that's how, that's how I feel when people try to hook me up with people that I'm not asking for. I'm just like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, calm down. <laughs> it's
1: like, it's going to be okay. We're, I'm going to figure it out. You have nothing to do with it. So don't worry about what I'll, I'm doing. I will
0: get there, okay? Right. It'll work out when it works out. Why are you so worried about what
1: I'm doing? <laughs> but the that's the other thing, like, sex is so, I guess, uh, politicized, and the marketing campaign is great, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Isn't it? But, it's it's all the... The weird thing to me is, because my parents didn't specifically talk, they had roundabout sex talks with me. Same. But, but the difference is, you have a natural desire that you were gonna figure it out like real talk I, <laughs> I was lost in the world, <laughs> and so, like Andre is a normal dude, so he did stuff that I didn't like mm-hmm. naturally i I'm just awkward about mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. so like you know amongst everything going on, I practically have a twin brother doing everything that that you're not doing yeah and everyone's like what the fuck is wrong with you like,
2: I don't fucking know
1: <laughs> and then nothing is wrong with me this is just me and then in June of 2019 I find out what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> with a little research and a little depression <laughs> spectrum speaking of which did you see where Mark Ronson had said that he was a sapiosexual? No. So, like, two weeks ago, he was on, like, Good Morning Britain. And he was, like, uh, he was, like, Good Morning. He was on Good Morning Britain. And uh they... They were talking about sapiosexuality, which is the attraction to intelligence. Mm -hmm.
0: Stimulate the mind. Yeah.
1: And so, um, some kind of way, he came out and they he was on there for something else. And they were talking about it. He was like, yeah, I guess I identify as that. And I'm like, oh, congratulations, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the headlines were, uh, Mark Ronson comes out as sapiosexual. And they tried to make it almost like that was a... Something
0: negative or had something to do with the LGBTQ community. Like like
1: it was a marginalized community. Mm -hmm. And then so it kept going. And then like this past week, Mark Ronson put out, he was like, just so we're (laughs) clear. I didn't know what that was. And I'm not saying that me as a white male, a cis set white male and identifying with any marginalized community, and that was never my intention. Like just going about it, but people were really out here acting like, like, like
0: that was something yeah. super.
1: For our notes last different week, and far out. For our notes last week, I was going to talk about it because it was before he came out and changed what was going on, and it was like weird to me because I was I never. I, I always kind of roll my eyes when somebody says they're a sapiosexual. And that's not a knock at anybody. You know what I'm talking about. I do.
2: <laughs> what was that? But, uh, yeah.
1: That's not a knock at anybody. But uh, I always just roll my eyes when somebody says that because that's kind of elitist. and Like, oh, I'm only attracted to intelligence. It's like, uh... Are you, though? <laughs> 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 Explain. Like expound on that, my G. Because I mean, we're all kind of attracted to intelligence in some kind of way, if it's intelligence is part of sexuality. Mm-hmm. But it's always uh when people go out of their way to try to identify as something, it kinda always feels forced and weird. Yes. That's why because there's a lot of people who feel like asexuality or demisexuality belongs in the queer community, as people that don't. Yeah. So when I saw the uh, sapio sexuality, I was like, "Y'all trying to make this shit rock?" And I don't agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, this went way different than I thought it was. It's going great
0: on. though. I love it. Um, I was going to segue. Uh, From when you mentioned people, I guess, not being completely honest or people trying to um, portray themselves in a certain light when it comes to sex or whatever. I was going to segue into um, this post I saw that I was tweeting about. Um, There's, for one, there's just a lot of posts that I feel like are so holier than thou. And so, like, always trying to, to to give advice, like, life advice on how you should, you know, do things, how you should move, you know, on the social media world. And there was a post that said, um, what did it say? Keep it private until it's permanent. Yeah. And I get that to a certain extent. Um but that's just also one of those things is just not fucking real life. <laughs> um because for me, permanent is not permanent is not real to me. Nothing is forever. Yeah. Um Six but, that world <laughs> <laughs> Under 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 the relationship umbrella, especially you just really don't know how things are going to go in a relationship. Like you can, even if you get married to somebody, you know what I'm saying? you never know what can happen. And so that's why like things like that kind of make me like, "Eh." but what if I really just want to share? Right. (laughs) What if I want to share, like say I share something or someone that, I'm not with next month. So that happens all the time. You just right. got to see it happen to me and I'm okay with it because to me, like I'm, I'm, I'm not out here trying to hide every single aspect of my life. And if I chose to show you this person or show you this thing and it, it ended up not working out, then it is what it is. It's not my fault or, you know, it's not, it didn't work out because I posted it. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like posting it didn't have anything to do with. So I just feel like, I feel like we really have to get out of trying to appear perfect on social media because you can be, you can be, you know, dating or talking to somebody for a year or longer and, maybe not feel comfortable posting right you know what I'm saying like it's it's just it's different for everybody and I just want I want people to stop um stop trying to act like life does not happen to them the same way it happens to everybody else
1: right um I think we're very superstitious with relationships and things like oh if you do this This, then this
0: this, and and you lose them the way that you got them and you you know (laughs) and it's all bullshit nobody knows what the fuck's going on we don't know what's gonna happen like Mm -hmm. you might think that you are madly in love with somebody and get married and the next day they get up and leave your ass without a trace or anything you know like that shit happens
1: every day it's nothing can quote keep a man yeah like there's nothing that can keep somebody in your life either they're in there or they're not and there's nothing you can stop that from happening now there's things you can do that might make the relationship last a little longer yeah but it's things you can't do yeah it's all that's we're free falling Mm -hmm. at all times eventually we will land Mm -hmm. (laughs) true
0: and i just I, i think it just triggered me because last week i talked about you know, a whole situation with a dude from work or whatever. And I was just like, I don't feel bad about (laughs) anybody who saw us together or, you know, talking about when I initially, you know, was having a crush on him when we went on our dates and stuff. Like, I don't feel bad about that because in the moment, that's what I wanted. Right. So why, like, I have no reason to hide or regret that I didn't hide I just I don't know. I just it's, it's just too much like perfection mentality I feel like on on the internet. Yeah. yeah. And it it kind of got to me cuz that's why I was saying like I know everybody's tired of me and my bullshit and always like <laughs> you know falling for niggas but that's that's just my reality. That's right. just me being real. Like that's what y'all want from us, is it not? Like that's me being real about my shit. I'm not going to sit here and act like every single dude I talk to is perfect and every situation is perfect. And you know, it all lasts for so long all the time. Cause it's not,
1: it's fleeting. It doesn't <laughs> like it is what it is.
0: And in, in this dating app culture that we're in, I feel like it should not be too much surprise when certain flings fizzle quickly. Right. Honestly, like that's, I guess that's, that's a part of dating is,
1: <laughs> but people like to get on their high horse once again, and act like that these things don't happen.
0: Right. Or that they're being smart about how they're portraying them. Right. And But a lot of the times, like, behind the scenes be ugly. Yeah. <laughs> While y'all trying to make
1: it seem perfect, and behind the scenes be real ugly. That's why I kind of have a weird relationship with, like, social media. And, like, especially, like, with Instagram and shit. It's like... It's too many Instagram
0: profits. <laughs> I get tired. Like this. I talked to a, a thirty-plus-year-old nigga last year, and he was a fucking like believer in all these Instagram memes and. I'm just like, bro, you sound like a fucking Instagram. Like do you even believe the shit that you saying right now? i am
1: <laughs> even wondering that shit, like, do people really believe this shit or are they just saying the shit to, for us to see that you say yeah, this shit? Yeah, <laughs>
0: like I I feel like I talked about him before, but he always used to say some shit, you know, I want I want a relationship where with a woman where she like makes my mind explode and like stimulates my Oh yeah, sapiosexual <laughs> <laughs> Right, like stimulates my, my intellect and, and I, I was just like nigga, nigga. <laughs> cause let, let's be all the way honest when it comes to relationships let's just be all the way real the first basis of that shit is some kind of attraction whether it's attraction to personality physical attraction uh, attracted to a certain swag like your style anything the, that's the main basis <laughs> of most relationships
1: yeah it has to be
0: attraction
1: <laughs> some kind of attraction so for
0: anybody to act like that what they want or need out of somebody is like so much deeper i'm just like you're never gonna find what you're looking for because you're trying to put way too much on the simplest thing like honestly all you therefore for today oh God,
1: i'm sorry <laughs> no i didn't mean it I really do. I thought you were gonna play something good. Um, I do, but wait, <laughs> I, I I didn't have it ready. I found what I was actually trying to find.
2: Brushy, kill, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: just trying to make you too deep. Like <laughs> to me, all you need in a in a good relationship is friendship, attraction, and compromise. Yeah. give and take Give and take. that's it like if you can if you can find somebody that you click with and you're physically attracted to them and y'all communicate and you know how to compromise and understand the give and take process like that's it and that's that's really all relationships too it's not just friendship and er, it's not just relations like romantic relationships it's friendships too yeah you you're attracted to your friends the same way you're attracted to romantic relationships it's just you're more attracted to their personality like your personalities click right so it just don't be that deep like y'all be thinking too hard y'all have too much time <laughs> on your hands thinking too hard about shit trying to be viral instead of just <laughs> instead of just being real about life and what actually
2: happened it's so ridiculous
1: Uh. i I was like i would play this shit for kids (laughs) speaking of
2: tongues
0: (laughs) but yeah i just had to i just had to speak on that because i was i'm i was very vulnerable last week and i i do not regret it
1: but like when i was listening to i was like this is this is very uh sad (laughs) it it, it was sad (laughs) but i was like
0: I wonder if anybody could hear me like my voice cracking like trying to swallow the tears. I could tell but I that's cuz I didn't. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
1: But that's what it is, man. That's
0: life. Like stop stop trying to make life seem like it's a fairy tale cuz it's really
1: not. And then also that's what sets up people to feel like
0: to be so disappointed. Yeah.
1: Like you Like, if you go based on social media, you think all these niggas got all this shit figured out. It's all these, uh... (laughs) Profits and profiteers. These niggas so-called making money and all this I've seen so many married couples that I know
0: behind the scenes have so much turmoil. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't... I don't be taking none of that social media shit too
1: serious. And then, like, on my Twitter the married couple i follow they act like they don't even know each other on social media that shit is funny as fuck because you would think he was single and you would think she was single but like they talk shit about each other so they're flirting throughout the day Uh but you just think it's sexual tension but no they're married (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know uh just um
0: you know i thought i clicked with somebody and i'm not even gonna say thought i clicked like we didn't click because we did we I clicked with somebody and I thought that it was um, I thought it was more than it was and that's it
1: <laughs> and literally everybody's been there
0: right I'm not the first person and I'm not going to be the last I've had
1: like three heartbreaks on this <laughs> I've had like 12 <laughs> you get out more than me <laughs> i don't like also the idea of relationship goals yeah me neither like even though i did uh (laughs) markham had posted a uh ig of when he made his wife uh uh, a vinyl Mm mixtape and i was like that is relationship goals. <laughs> <laughs> and i said a fire thing and i was on the suburban thing and he was like yeah i'm dope as fuck
0: <laughs> i saw that i didn't
2: know
1: what he was talking about but i saw it <laughs> but like it's it's cute shit that i understand the idea of relationship goals but to really try to base a relationship you have with somebody else on two complete strangers (laughs) is absurd
0: because you just never know what's going on outside of social media no
1: and there's no way you can know because we're not the creator
0: right because we're only showing what you want and even with somebody who you think is is sharing everything it's still not sharing everything
1: right like, you would think that we share everything. It's a lot of shit we do not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> whole lot of shit. Too much dip on the chip. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, <laughs> yes. like these niggas out here wild. Wow. If we really had, like, I do kind of look at people when they have, like, you can tell they're unedited podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, Y'all niggas out here wild. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, if we just based it on the shit we randomly say. We look like some psychos.
0: True, very true.
1: <laughs> now, if if we had, you remember when we first were starting, and was, and we didn't know if we were gonna use like our real names and shit. Yeah, that's kind of. Sometimes I kind of wish we didn't, just so we could just be wild as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the girls of mindset, they don't use their real names, so they they have a freedom in it. Hmm. but it's like i I don't
0: know i think i'm just a free spirit by nature so i don't really need all that extra shit to be
1: free i'm actual i I feel like i'm a free spirit but i just my anxiety just won't let me be (laughs) (laughs) it's it's literally making me a prisoner (laughs) in my free spiritness
0: people at work have started to ask about the podcast and i'm just like oh god (laughs) (laughs) now like my boss asked me and i was like oh god (laughs) like oh shit but she's she's actually cool though like i like her i wouldn't mind her listening i don't think she would really judge me based on anything
1: my boss don't ever listen to (laughs) this (laughs) shit oh brother like it's it's cool at times, well, no, it's cool most of the times. To be honest, <laughs> it's pretty dope as fuck. We cool as hell. <laughs> we are kind of a big deal, but no, nah, uh, we are getting a bigger deal, and that's just crazy. Yeah, it is.
0: The fact that like the tipping point has stationed us. <laughs> us again, it's like okay,
1: yo, we are out here.
0: Dope black pods did too, didn't they?
1: Mm-hmm. I know somebody else love it we're out here um we didn't talk about it for real we mentioned our glee at the impeachment mm-hmm. i kind of even feel like talking about that shit yeah like <laughs> i feel like everybody else is like there's a certain level of people need to understand that this is a historical moment going on but i was thinking also the reason that some things look foreign to us is because our parents didn't, not that it was their fault or nothing, but they didn't tell us, like, it's hard to catch up on stuff that didn't happen in your lifetime. So all this shit is like exactly what happened in Watergate. And I guess because we were born after Watergate. People never like went back and explained exactly what happened mm-hmm. during Watergate. So, like, this shit is all foreign to us. It's like the president's a fucking criminal. Mm-hmm. But our parents grew up with the president being a fucking criminal. <laughs> and, True. So, and so, we don't really teach like recent modern history at all. This is like the kids now, they're not going to understand 9 11 and the war on terror and any of that shit in a real meaningful way same way that we don't really understand it from an adult perspective but we know what it's like growing up in it or knowing what the recession was like when you're in college and you're like nothing is guaranteed yeah (laughs) oh my gosh there's and so this will be the next thing of being like yeah once upon a time we had a president that was crazy yeah the mad king (laughs) <laughs> it'd be just like a game of throws where they just lose all this shit everybody dies in the end <laughs> the mad king that's what led to the mad king <laughs> yeah bro this shit is
0: crazy I'm ready for us to start over
1: bro like this dude between him and Rudy Giuliani Rudy Giuliani might be the dumbest motherfucker for walking <laughs> earth like, he's just throwing everybody under the bus. And I get, like, I think he's an idiot, but I also think he's like, I ain't going
2: alone.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm going down, I'm taking all you niggas with me. I mean, that's the mentality of all of them at this point. You got to save yourself. <laughs> 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 that's what it is, though. And that's what happened with Watergate. That like, shit didn't turn into a fucking gang. Yeah. Like,. You got the president of the United States take with drawing aid from a foreign country and saying that he would give them aid if they helped him
0: Hi, get dirt
1: on one of his political rivals. Yeah. And then covering up all this shit. That nigga retweeted somebody calling for a civil war this morning.
0: You know what I need to know? I'm, I'm wondering if Donald Trump
1: is Takashi's puppet. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be the same person. Have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? Nope. Exactly. Stay woke, nigga. they the same
0: person. Keep your third eye open, hoes.
1: <laughs> you hoes! <laughs> like, yeah. Tr- Trump about to start singing like a canary. He tried to throw Pence under the bus the other day, too. He was like, uh, they should release Pence's uh, conversations with him. And then people were like, what the fuck? Why are you going to throw your VP under the bus? Can you imagine
0: how many niggas want to beat his ass right now? I wonder how many fights have happened, like verbal arguments.
1: Think about how many wives have been like, you better not
0: like, fucking get fall on Get in your face <laughs> type arguments. I wonder how many have happened. So you need far. to tell him
1: off. I can't tell him all. He's my boss. <laughs> like, all those arguments. Yeah. Like, we're not going to fucking jail, Jerry. <laughs> it's like, honey, what am I supposed to do? He's my boss. Well, I know one thing. Don't make me go up there.
0: <laughs> I will divorce you and take all of your money.
1: What are we going to do about the fucking kids, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> like... Man, Trump about to start divorces. People going to jail. Like, this shit is not... It's going to get worse, too. It's going to get way worse. The fire
0: is small right now, but it's going to be...
1: Like, yesterday, because I'm a weirdo, I went and I looked up a whole bunch of shit on Watergate. That shit was wild as fuck. Like, and it started over... Like, Watergate started because they uh, broke into the Democratic National... A committee mm-hmm. and tried to steal documents, mm-hmm. and then it just went from there. And at first, uh, Nixon was like he didn't have nothing to do with it. It was all these people under him. And then by the end, they released the tapes, and he totally knew that shit was going on. And then like <laughs> everybody's a fraud. They said the Republicans like went down, <laughs> and they're like, "Man, you ain't got no options. The only." thing that could save you right now is if you resign they're like you're going to jail
2: <laughs> period you are going to jail period,
1: <laughs> period. <laughs> bro like that shit that writing's on the wall eventually these republicans gonna start getting away from that nigga he, he ain't gonna have no that's
0: I, when the real shit's gonna happen and that shit's
1: gonna be glorious oh it's gonna be so fun we can't wait and then all these like, ooh, I'm gonna love seeing the Make America Great Again hat. If is, that
0: nigga wind up, it's gonna be a huge snowball.
1: I can't wait. <laughs> and then they they keep trying to throw that Joe Biden shit in there, and it, now people are finally standing up to him, being like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know why they can't just come out and say, you you a fucking liar, because that's what they're supposed to do. But lies, uh a vulgar word in politics that's a, well, a political rule mm-hmm. you're not supposed to say somebody is a liar
0: yeah I mean I guess it's just because then they would have to investigate and just all this other extra shit
1: but man and Trump's getting scared that booty hole tight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is shook his heart has got to be on swole ain't no such thing as halfway shook <laughs>
0: Shooketh to the max. He is shooketh.
1: Yeah, he's just out here t- tweeting random shit at all hours of the night. Give that nigga a Xanax. <laughs> Ain't that a
0: nigga all hopped up on Adderall and shit? <laughs>
1: it's, it's a 70- Ain't no
0: damn Adderall. It's cocaine. Straight up.
1: <laughs> Bruh, I think it is. See, that's why. <sighs>
0: no, <Nose> always <laughs> yeah. running. we know the signs bro
1: i've been to college before
0: (laughs) i know what a nigga on coke look like
1: your eyes are bloodshot sir oh gosh bless
0: so thank you guys for tuning in today to suburban pod if you would like to follow me on twitter you can find me at kirby brown
1: girl and you can find me at a kid named juice
0: some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey battle you can follow him on soundcloud at djc
1: battle new episodes available every thursday